we need to talk strikes fear into the hearts of most. But we're breaking down that scary declaration on the Talking Couple podcast. I'm Deshaun. And I'm Laurie. We're married. Both from the South, but made the cross-country move to L.A. And are busy pursuing our careers. Even with the demands of life, we aim to put our marriage first. Every other week, we share personal experiences from our own relationship to help other couples spot red flags, get fresh insight, and ultimately strengthen their partnerships. We get real, raw, and sometimes a little uncomfortable to give you the tools to change your life. Hello, world, and welcome to the Talking Couple podcast, episode number 106. On today's episode, we are delving into our decision to not have children and the very real struggle of trying to fit into a society when we're not the norm. And we're challenging those negative stereotypes or assumptions about being childless by choice. Before we go there, um, totally changing the subject, we have been searching for a new show to binge watch. And I do realize that we are now contributing to the misconception that Couples without kids have endless time to waste, yeah. uh, but we are re-watching one of our favorite TV shows. Yes, and that show is Lost. And yes, we that, found Lost, as we, we said. found it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you guys should really check it out. If you haven't already seen it, there's a lot of like cool messages and meanings in there, but it's a great one to binge watch because there, I think, are like 25 episodes per season. Yeah, and there's like six or seven seasons. Yeah, so... so. All right, so now that that's out of the way, what is the question we're always asking? Yeah, so a lot of times we've always been asked, do you have kids? First question people ask. That's it. We don't. But being out here <laughs> in L.A., uh, the first question we always get asked is, do you have pets? Yeah, it's so funny because yeah. being in the South, the very first thing out of anyone's mouth was always, oh, do you guys have children? When we moved out here, it was a noticeable shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to being like with dogs and cats and pets and no, we don't have those. We don't. We don't. So we we have neither. And, you know, we're comfortable with our decision to not have kids. But, you know, for some reason, people never really know how to respond when we say no. Mm-hmm. And there is still a lot of confusion and judgment around the choice of parenthood. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a couple of headlines here when we were doing some just simple Google searches uh, that immediately popped up. Okay, first one here. The generation who won't be grandparents is grappling with a sense of family emptiness. Um, And I think that's one of the things that people that don't understand our choice to not have kids sometimes think, well, you're going to regret that decision later. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, we we talk about it and that is a concern, but yeah. Um, here's one that you probably heard about that went uh, viral was, should adults go to Disney without kids? The internet rages. And I think that was after a rant from a mother who mm-hmm. said, basically, people that don't have children should not be at Disneyland. People with kids should be able to cut line and all of that <laughs> stuff. So that, yeah. went, that went wild on the internet. If you want to go, that's your choice. Um, here's another headline. The future of the city is childless. And that's kind of interesting because... You know, being in L.A. or like New York, being able to live in the city with a child or with children and raising them is is really challenging. So, you know, that's that was a headline that popped out. And then young Americans aren't hitting many adult milestones. And that article went on to explain like it wasn't just having kids. It was buying a home. Yeah. Home, being married, you know, leaving the house. A lot of those things. And why was that? Well, a lot of it's because of um, like the student debt. 
you know, student loans and that plays a huge factor because they don't want to accrue more debt Mm -hmm. than what they already have. At least they're being thoughtful about the concept of that. Yes. Children cost money, you know, being married that, you know, buying a home, those are all really big expenses. So I guess we should clarify before we go much further that there are two very distinct segments or groups of childless couples. Mm -hmm. And that would be those who are child free by circumstance you know, maybe they're struggling with infertility. Yeah. They want children, but they do not currently have children. And then there's the other group, child-free by choice, which we fall into that category. You know, it's it's actually not as uncommon as you might think, especially with us yeah. growing up in the South where it felt like everyone. Everyone, everyone you, you come across, as far as couples go, had kids. And it's hard to not have kids and be friends with them and like plan and say, okay, hey, well, let's go out to such and such time or yeah, whatever place. And just because we're in such different, different life, stages, life stages in life. And so um, a couple of stats that I found from mm-hmm. the Census Bureau from uh, a time frame in 1975 to 2015 with 30-year-olds, um, 90% of the 30-year-olds are living on their own in 1975, in 1975 yeah. right 89% of them has been married mm-hmm. you know uh, 76% of them live with a child and 56% own a home and so compare that to 2015 you can see like the difference in those 70% of the 30 year olds live on their own 57% of those same 30 year olds have been married 47% of them live uh, with a child, and then 33% of them own their own home. And so, you know, you see the decrease of about 38% of those 30-year-olds who've been married and 40% drop living with a child. So, Yeah, those are some pretty significant drops, which that's a pretty wide time span. But, the, you know, that is a pretty big drop in just marriage in general. Yeah. Either people are choosing to delay marriage or they're not getting married at all. There's maybe they're in a committed relationship, but mm-hmm. they're just not, you know, choosing to get officially married. And then also, you know, as we talked about, the delay of wanting to have children, waiting till later in life, or just choosing not to have them at all. Yeah. A lot of times that plays that factor, you know, financial stability, like what what all the things that I have going on right now mm-hmm. before I bring in another person into the world. Yeah, so I guess the societal norms are shifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people make that choice for all different types of reasons. I mean, we have our reasons, so yeah. why don't we why yeah, don't we move that. to that? Like, why have we chosen not to have children? For me, I mean, we've mentioned this several times that we talked about this topic very early on when we started dating because it is such a deal breaker for people. And I knew that at the time I didn't have the desire to have children. And so I want to clarify that. It's not that I made the decision that I don't want kids. It's that I have never felt that desire to have children. And because I haven't felt that desire, I have chosen not to have children. And I always had the caveat that if that changes down the road, then I would consider having children. But I've yet 
to change my mind on that. I saw my sisters, you know, facing motherhood and all of those stresses and and all of that. And it was a really big eye opener to me to see like what all that entailed. And, you know, say what you will, but mothers do bear a lot of the responsibility when it Mm -hmm. comes to parenthood and having children. It's just, it's just that motherly, you know, connection, I guess. I mean, at least I saw that with my sisters, like their husbands are great. They're amazing fathers, not to take anything away from them, but I saw how much responsibility they, they had to carry. And I've always felt like I couldn't choose, you know, I have a career that I've pursued. I, we have a marriage. Um, I would be a mom. And, and the, the messiness of trying to balance that, which I know all moms are out there trying to do that, I just don't feel like I can do it all. I mean, mm-hmm. no one can. And that brings a lot of anxiety and stress for me that has just been, frankly, one of the reasons why I have not glamorized <laughs> being a mom or just felt so passionate about being a mom if we had kids I would be like that that mom who the minute you walked in the door I'd be like take this kid I got it you know and I don't want to be that mom I don't you know I want to still have a strong marriage I want to be a good wife I want to be a good employee you know and so I think there's a lot of sacrifices that moms out there have to make that often go unseen that's just kind of some of my thoughts on why and I and it's hard because so much of womanhood and motherhood are interwoven and there's not a lot of separation sometimes. And sometimes being even just the, being a good wife is being a good mother. And so when you don't have that, sometimes that's hard to kind of come to terms with. I can see that. You know, when we talked about it in the beginning, I've always said that I could go either way. I didn't have a feeling that, oh, I really needed to have children. Uh, I've seen a lot of my friends growing up that had kids very early, so I got to see that firsthand, you know, being in my teenage years and, you know, my cousin, he had a child, a couple of friends, they had babies really young. And so I got to experience sort of like parenthood without being the (laughs) real parent. (laughs) And so like the main thing when we got together was like, I wasn't financially in the position that I wanted to be in to say, okay, babe, I really want to have children. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, I just didn't want to have that extra burden on the both of us. Yeah. So the big thing for me was really just being in a position to where I can feel that I'm contributing to the relationship, to the child, to our marriage and, you know, everything as a whole before things just started to progress. And, you know, as our situation has evolved and, you know, we're in a different position than we were maybe when we first started dating, we do continue to check in with each other and yeah. joke. You know, I mean, even sometimes we're joking like, are you sure you don't yeah. want to have a child, <laughs> you know, or I'll t- start talking about babies or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll start admiring babies on TV or in person and I'll say, now, just so you know, I'm not saying that yeah. I don't want well, you know? yeah, to. <laughs> We always go back and forth and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah. I think it's just, it's healthy. But again, we both know where we're at 
So, you know, making this choice, making this decision, it has impacted us. Yeah. Um, some for the good, of course. And then there's also trade-offs there. Definitely. Well, you know, the trade-offs is that we get to travel a lot more. Um, we don't have to, you know, wait on finding a babysitter or, you know, being able to do the things that we want to do more freely. Really mm-hmm. focus on building something together. You know, if we wanted to go and live outside of the country, we don't have to like uproot the child and say, hey, guess what? You're going to go to such and such and leave all your friends. And if we want to go to different places, we don't have to be like stuck. Yeah, we're not tied down anywhere, which made the move to L.A. a lot easier because, you know, we don't have kids that we were trying to pull out of school or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, we all know kids are expensive, so we have more discretionary funds to do with as we see fit, whether yeah. that be investing, saving, traveling. That's a good one. We obviously have more freedom and more flexibility just because we're not, you know, caring for another human being. That is not our number one priority. We're trying to t- barely manage taking care of ourselves <laughs> and, you know, putting time and attention into our marriage. Yeah. On the flip side of that, you know, it has been harder for us to fit in. You know, we've had a a harder time having really strong friendships with people around our same age because we are just totally not in the same life stage. Um, We just don't have the same things in common with someone who has a couple of kids or a kid in school. And so that that has been a little bit of a challenge, I think. And even like we were at a, a little kid's birthday party in our neighborhood recently and I kind of felt like a fish out of water yeah, because everyone was, had a child except yeah, for us. around the same age, and yeah. yeah, except for us. But then the one dad was like trying to interject, <laughs> but he was just like standoffish because he's <laughs> we well, don't have anything. yeah we don't have anything in common yeah so from what he thinks yeah but yeah I think sometimes there's a misconception that if you choose not to have kids, then that means you don't like kids and you don't want to spend time with other people's kids, and that is not true. I mean, yeah. we definitely love our friends' kids, yeah. and we, we even enjoy hanging out with them because we don't have that in our lives. So When we do go visit, we're always playing with the kids and sort of like giving the parents like a break. Yeah. Well, I they, they more run towards you. I tell you what, like, you, are su- you would be such a great dad. Every kid I've ever been around immediately gravitates to you, and you turn into like a little human jungle gym and... Yeah. They just, like, love you. And then I kind of make, like, the waves and the faces, and they mm-hmm. kind of look at me. Yeah. And then they, they run to you. That's <laughs> <laughs> fun. So yeah. a couple other misconceptions. I think the three big ones that folks with kids or, you know, folks that have had kids have about those of us who are choosing not to have kids is we're selfish, we're lonely, and we're unfulfilled. I think that the selfish argument goes both ways. Sometimes people throw that back over at parents and like you're having, you're a selfish parent because mm-hmm. you're doing X, Y, and Z. If it's your choice to have that, that is not a selfish choice. Yeah. Well, no, because, you know, I'm not going to get mad at you because what are you doing with having children? Like, yeah. that's your choice. You chose to do that. You you thought about it at some point and said, hey, I want to raise a child to an adult for like the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like our choice is a selfish choice in that the reason that we're choosing to not have kids is not because I want to be happy or I want to have freedom or Mm -hmm. I want to this fill in the blank. 
as I said before, it's literally that I don't have the desire to have children. So why would I go down that path and then potentially be really unhappy because that was not a desire of mine? Well, no. Don't put yourself through that much stress. Yeah. Because somebody else expects you to have them. I don't expect you to have them. I don't expect us to have them. So it doesn't matter. So the unfulfilled piece, I mean, do we have purpose without having a child? Yeah. We have businesses that we're running. We have careers that we're doing. Like we have goals and ambitions and dreams and all of these other things that a lot of people have. We're just not living those out through our children. Yeah. Or exactly. we haven't, you know, we haven't sacrificed those because we aren't putting those on hold for children that are more important priority right now. Another misconception, I think, is because we've chosen not to have kids that we just don't think about it. You know, we Mm -hmm. don't think about having kids. And that's not true either. I mean, there have been many times we've had conversations about revisiting this topic. Are we sure? You know, we've talked even, I mean, I think adoption is still potentially on the table. We've talked a lot about adoption. It could go there. That being said, I do realize that time is going to force our hand if it hasn't already. So in some respects, with regard to actually having a baby myself, that ship may have sailed. Um, but that doesn't mean that other options aren't still on the table yeah. if we choose to go there. So, what else? What other misconceptions? Oh, gosh. There's so much. Um, tradition, you know, like family, traditions, holidays, all those things. I yeah, know. we are a family. Exactly. Whether we have kids <laughs> or not, not, we're yeah. a family. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah we made the decision to get married. We're, we're together. We have our own traditions. You know, we have our own dishes that we like to make now, Mm -hmm. that we make together. Birthdays, like, we have things that we do. Um, Now, as far as, like, the family stuff goes, I think it's a little bit easier for me because I'm the only child with my mom. And so it's just like, hey, we just go there. But I know for you, it's probably a little bit more difficult because you're the youngest of three. Yeah, I think... You know, it's easy, even when I was single before we got married, it was easy for everyone else in the family to make decisions about holidays. And then I sort of get like looped in at the last minute (laughs) um, because, you know, I don't have kids and whatever. But when we got married, we made like a very conscious effort and choice to say, we're setting our own traditions. This is our family now. We're going to create our own memories and our own traditions. You don't have to have a child to do that. There's also a misconception that child-free couples aren't busy. I can't tell you how many times people have said, I don't know what I did before I had kids. Like, I used to think I was busy before I had kids, but now that I have kids, like, I don't know what I did before. And yeah, I get that. Like, I can't imagine. I have so many friends that are working and with kids, and I don't know how they do it. But that also doesn't mean that we're not busy. busy. Well, there's been times where we'll be working in the office and like, okay, we have no time for ourselves. We haven't had any interaction, you know. We have to plan to go do stuff all the time. We still have a life. I I think the busy part where when you're a parent, you have to give up other things Mm -hmm. and you have to just manage this other human being and their schedule and all of that, where we don't have that, but... We're filling our time with other things that you maybe have put on hold out of necessity. And so 
we feel very busy because we're trying to do three or four different things yeah. at once, building a business, growing a career, producing a podcast. There's a lot all of those things. things. <laughs> and hosting a meetup group. I mean, and there are all these things that we're doing that keep us very busy that we're not just sitting on the couch all day and saying, oh, this is such a leisure life. Yeah. Oh, we're doing good. But that's by choice. Yeah. We have chosen to fill our time that way because we don't have children. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with us. Yes. <laughs> so when we say no, we don't have kids. No, we don't have fur babies. We are not commitment phobes. We, you know, we're loving. We would be fine parents. We would be great parents. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with us. It's just the choice that exactly. we've made. Exactly. And so sometimes we do worry, like, will we regret this decision? Because we do sometimes worry about that. And sometimes we worry about, like, missing out. You know, mm. this is our one shot in life. Life is short. Our one shot in life to experience this. You know, are we going to regret that? But I don't think so. We haven't reached that conclusion yet. We still feel comfortable with our decision. So, so we're happy. I'm, happy. <laughs> I'm definitely happy. Well, I'm like to go on the missing out part is real quick. Um, if we want to have some of that child feelings or what have you, we've got plenty of people in our family to say, hey, look, why don't you come or send the kids to us for the summer? And we can get our childly feel in, <laughs> yeah. you know, take them shopping or do whatever and then send them back on our way. So, yeah, we've actually talked about um, wanting to get some land and a place on the lake and then literally having summer camp at exactly. Deshaun and Lois. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's completely fine. I think the big takeaway is that don't find yourself making the decision to have kids out of you know guilt or out of um, just because of societal pressures so if you think well this is the next step you know we got married and then of course everyone starts asking when are you gonna have kids and so then you just kind of fall into that routine of well I guess this is next much like how you get married and what's next you buy a house and you know it's just this societal norm and it's okay to challenge that if it doesn't feel right for you and it's super important to talk about that yeah. <laughs> before you get married. Talk it out, please. So please. if you are a child-free couple, we would love to hear more about your story. Send us an email to feedback at thetalkingcouple.com. So on the next episode of The Talking Couple, we're talking about the dangers of expectations and what you should expect from your partner, your marriage, and your life. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And give us a rating and a review so that that little algorithm will kick in and our show will get in front of more people like you. Until next time. Get to talking. Thanks for joining us for the Talking Couple Podcast. We have a favor to ask. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to The Talking Couple. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on social media. We are The Talking Couple on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.